The 2TM News Podcast with Tim Coates, all thanks to Super Steel Tamworth. There's Steel, and then there's Super Steel Tamworth. Okay, so here we are. We're doing the the podcast this week. We're going to talk about the local government elections, and in the studio, two candidates from the proposed Labor ticket. Stephen Mears, Mick Lawler, how are you? Very good. Yeah, good, thanks. So, look, you know, tickets in local government elections, uh, I think there were a couple last time, and they went pretty much nowhere. Um, why? Um, look, it probably stems from speaking to a lot of people in the region or around the electorate that um, have concerns. Yeah. Um, we decided to stand as a ticket because we're all pretty much like-minded people. Um, we're all part of the Labor branch in Tamworth, as people would know that I ran for the state election uh, last time round. And, and mix an identity for many years gone past, so, I mean, it, it makes sense. And I, I've got to say that uh, I really think that uh, time, place and circumstances for tickets... Yeah. Uh, we've previously run a ticket and we got two Which people up on that. Die Carter and Ray Tate, from memory? It. Correct. Yeah. And uh, so... If we could uh, do that again, we'd be very happy. But actually, we'd be looking for more if we could get them because really uh, this council needs to be changed to a certain extent. I think it's uh, tied into its history and I think that there needs to be some fairly significant changes uh, in the way that the uh, council's should be run not not only run but also the philosophy of the council like tying the shopping centres in Tamworth to Peel Street is in my way of, of opinion in my opinion is is uh, an incorrect way to go about it because the bulk of people don't live in Peel Street no they live in other areas uh, like South Tamworth and Kalala and North Tamworth and uh, so forth. So there are developing shopping centres. I mean, obviously, with the Arcadia development, which is across the road from where we're sitting here in the studio, there's a proposed shopping centre in that development down on, um, I'll call it Werris Creek Road, for want of a better term. There is a proposed shopping centre, obviously, out there for Moore Creek as well. So you're sort of saying, um, and I don't disagree with you at all, that those satellite shopping centres diversify the town a little bit, is that what you're saying? Well, yes, uh, and not only that, I think that uh, we saw recently, not that we get very many floods in Tamworth, but we saw recently where people were seeking to go across to Tamworth yeah. uh, from West Tamworth and you had to wait four hours to get across down down Bridge Street. Now that's, you know, to my way of thinking is... Uh, uh, the wrong attitude. We should be able to go uh, all over the place without sort of having to go over to Pearl Street to do business. Yeah, look, I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. I, I think one of the other things I need to clarify is that when I open up talking about tickets, I, you know, I need, need to put it into perspective there. Um, is it also your thought process that maybe we have a, an undeclared ticket at the moment within our council? I think that's uh, absolute certainty. There's a number of... Uh people on the local council now that are members of a political party um, they just don't openly put their hand up and say this is our ticket mm. it's been like that for uh, many years 
and uh, to the detriment as well that they've actually backed their own political candidates in the past. Yeah, look, I think um, we're probably talking about the last election, Steve, where um, the mayor came out and backed... Mr Joyce. Mr Joyce, um, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was, you know, very... Um, it's pretty open that that's the way they feel. They're National Party members themselves, or many of them. So, look, they represent a, a large number of national voters in the electorate, and one could uh, honestly say, well... They expect that representation, but be open and upfront about it. I was going to say, you know, sometimes it's about lobbying for for what the town needs, using the tools available and putting pressure onto a candidate or supporting a candidate. Sometimes, and it, it may be what you guys do too. Um, you have to you have to look at that as being an opportunity yes. for, the, for the town. You know, um, you know, I've been an unsuccessful candidate myself, haven't had anything to do with a party for ten years, and don't want to. Never gonna. But um, it, it's an interesting world to live in. So going forward, you know, you, if you get a couple of candidates onto council, let's and let's be realistic. That's probably what it looks like could happen. A couple. Um, you've still got to work with the other seven elected members. Um, you're going to work that as a as a party work together, or you're just going to lobby as individuals looking after Tamworth. Look, I think there's opportunity for both. We're all individual people that are on the ticket. Yeah. Um, whether we get two, one, five. It's about working with council yep. and uh, working for the benefit of the people of the Tamworth electorate. It's um, it's th- they choose who sits and, and represents them, so it's our responsibility to represent those. And if just say, for example, it was myself and Denise or myself and Mick that were the two successful uh, candidates, it's not up to us to then you know, go against what the people think and, and ticket up the council, Yeah, um, we wouldn't have enough numbers to take it over, even if we were successful with five. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's sort of, the, that's the key thing, isn't it? It's it's about a, a couple of community-minded people working together, but openly working together. That's correct. And giving people the choice. Hot topics, what do you guys see as the hot topics coming up in September, second Saturday in September? Um, there'll be a nice lead-up of probably three weeks of pre-polling and all the rest of it. 30 to 40 percent of us will have voted before election day so right. get in early what what are the hot topics well i i think possibly uh well councils have always been about roads rates and rubbish true and uh i think that uh, one of the things which uh is a serious problem in the area where i live which is south Tamworth, yeah. is the fact that uh our our uh, parks are not looked after. Our roads are hardly ever swept, uh-huh. and we don't have any rubbish bins. There's no <laughs> rubbish bins in South Tamworth. In the parks, or just in general? No, in, anywhere. In, anywhere. You you have a look down the down the main thoroughfare. People walk oh, up I'll, I'll, from Coldale up I agree to with you. up to uh, to uh, Jack. Or, yeah, Robert Street Shopping right, Centre. That's right. Yeah. And when they walk back, they've got nowhere to throw their rubbish. So they throw it on the road. And, of course, that's that's a significant problem. But that's not the only area. Yep. There are major areas all over South Tamworth yep. where there is not a rubbish bin. Yeah. Now, I've always put it down to the fact that uh, it costs money to empty rubbish bins and the council doesn't want to spend money emptying rubbish bins. Yeah, but, but it's road rates and rubbish, and you've got to get back to the basics before you do anything. Oh, absolutely. Steve? Yeah, I think Mick's hit the nail on the head there. There's certain areas of Tamworth that are certainly um, lesser service than others. 
and you know from a lot of uh, walking around you know areas like Coldale um, upper part of Oxleyvale doesn't look like there's been a street sweeper in there like cleaning even bluestone off the road you, you know you're yep. waking ankle deep and if you allow people to continue to live in that we're yep. not representing all of them yeah um, you know if we want people to aspire to be better and that doesn't matter what part of town you live in we've got to provide services make them proud of where they live proud of who they are so that they want to be part of the community and step up and whether it's re-educate pick up employment um you know they're part of our community they their rate payers like the rest of us so yeah. they have every right to have the services that so the upper echelon parts of town get as well yeah look and i think you know it, they're, they're the topics that most people come in on i get that and but there's other things that sort of hot topics at the moment that are being talked about um i think mental health through banksy yeah. is one um it's great to see a bit of a blue brewing there between the National Party locally and, and, yeah, um, and Tablelands. Nice. Considering uh, it was a, a major like major topic in the last state campaign as well. Yeah. Um, and our side of politics, if that's what you want to call it, was certainly significantly you know, kicked around by a local member putting that uh, proposal forward with mental health, um, alcohol and drug abuse. Um, and yet... Five minutes after that, he jumps on the bandwagon. We're going to do it. Well, we're still waiting. So, yeah, but even does taking anything the council it, can do? But take the politics out of it. Regardless, it's about the outcome mm. for our young people. I mean, you know, there was uh, I think one point five million dollars put on the table by a, a local not-for-profit organisation for three spaces for young people. Yeah. That's now turned around to being seventy-two hours, and then they're going to have to go to Newcastle. Yeah. I think in a pod situation, um, do we need more beds? should council be lobbying in that space is, yep. is there a role to play absolutely from personal experience i've had a a, a family member um with drug issues which stem part thereof from psychological in, um, issues as well and there was nowhere for that young person to go through anywhere in town yeah. um, the services weren't there it's been an ongoing issue for as long as i can remember and we just get nowhere the people of tamworth actually deserve those services and if council can play any part in it, they should be digging in with their, you know, as hard as they can to get those services provided. It's 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 something the people need. Yeah. You know, how often do we hear, oh, a house has been broken into, the, you know, kids are breaking into cars. Um, you know, drugs have got a lot to do that as well. All right, now you mentioned drugs, and I'll ask you both the same question. Drug and alcohol, um, there's a nice place in Armadale you can go to up there. I think it's called Freeman House. There's an opportunity to go somewhere out at, um, at Dubbo. There's um, facilities out at Orange, I think, if I remember correctly. Nothing in Tamworth that actually specifically deals with that. Is that something that a, a local government platform should be putting pressure on to the, the state member? Yes, I uh, I totally agree that uh, whatever pressure can be brought to bear on the state government should be brought on to the pressure should be brought to bear on them because quite frankly we have a absolutely magnificent hospital up there and it is not being utilised to its full extent. We don't have services that go into that hospital, not only health services, uh, not only mental services, but normal health services. Yeah. That should be a priority uh, for a state government and it should be a priority for a council because uh, we're really the first tier of government uh, speaking to people 
and we really need to push the, that issue. It is a build it and they will come thing, isn't it? I mean, you know, if you've got the, the facilities here, then people think about relocating here. There's the, the Blueprint 100, which may or may not be a great document. Um, it depends on who you are and how you read it, I guess. And things around that are the, the infrastructure things. We're talking about putting Performing Arts Centre into, into Peel Street. Um, I'd be interested in, because obviously that's going to be a big spend for our council, is that something they should be doing in a site in Peel Street or should be looking for a greenfield site somewhere else? Stunned silence. No, I, can't, <laughs> I just can't see the sense in, in cramming everything into Peel Street, as Mick said. Yeah. You know, we don't flood that often, but again, it restricts it at times. And there just seems to be this unrelenting idea that Peel Street's the centre of the universe. Well, it's almost the centre of Tamworth. Depending well, it on is, but, map, but yeah. part of Tamworth is not just Tamworth. But there Tamworth. is a river and it just you know, We've to got it. You know, towns like Katingle, Manila. Moonby's a great place too, by the way. Absolutely. We could have a university at Moonby. We could. But, we... you know, instead of continually concentrating everything into one location, it's a fairly big electorate yeah. or council area and doesn't mean that everything has to be in town. Like, there's people that travel... You know, an hour or two hours each way to get into town just because it's the only place they can get services. Now, Mick, you mentioned about um, parks and not being attended to. Um, last count, there was way too many what I will call pocket parks in Tamworth. They've been put there by developers over a period of time as a condition, I guess, of building and developing. Mm. You know, there was a, an idea and a concept at one stage that they should be rationalised, sell off some of those parks, concentrate on making the other parks a better place for people to go. Thoughts on that? Well, I, uh, I, I really think that dedicated areas should be kept as dedicated areas. Okay. Uh, because I've, I've grown... Well, we moved to Tamworth, moved to South Tamworth. We had a park which was uh, through in the next block. Yep. And we were able to go and play there as kids. Now, if you don't have parks, where do you go? What, what, what do kids do? But the unfortunate thing about it is this: the park, which is next to next to my place, uh, had a roundabout and had swings and had all sorts of facilities for kids. They've been taken away. This mm. is probably one of the rationalising rationalising yeah. of the facilities. The other thing was we had to. Uh, argue for 20 years to get a light put into the park. So, quite frankly, the council is not looking after the parks. And when we put the argument up that there should be lights put in parks, they said there are something like uh, 120 parks and if we've got to put lights into the lot of them, well, it's going to cost us millions. Well, I guess that's my point. I mean, there's, there's, I think it was 150, 60 at one stage, I think, when I yeah. did my four years. And, um, you know, if there's... In a certain area, there's three or four parks within a, within a pocket handkerchief. I'm not saying if there's only one, get rid of that. But if there's three or four, rationalising it down to one or two may get you what you talk about, the, the lights and the, park, the swings and roundabouts with the kids. Is that not a great outcome? No, and it, it means they can be maintained more frequently. Yeah, but I've got to say this, that uh, I've lived at the same, yeah. in the same place for 40 years and the park's been there for 40 years. Uh, when we moved there, the park was maintained by council staff, not contractors. Yeah. And quite frankly, 
the situation now is the contractors, and I'm not having a go at the contractors. Mm. I'm just saying that that's the way that it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when it was maintained by the council staff, they took pride in what they did. Sure. It's like anything. If you take pride in where you live, you take pride in uh, what your area is, then you look after it. If you don't, then you're regarded as a slum, and it really, it, that's what it'll end up. Yeah, no, no problem. I just, um, you know, we as we get more and more of them, there's more and more to do, and sometimes rationalising is a well, good I'd way forward. I understand that, yeah. and, but, but that's what councils are all about. Right, I flip it over to water. There's uh, around about... Oh, let me just work this out again. I think it's about thirty-something million dollars per gigalitre going to be spent on an upgrade of Dungown Dam. Dungown Dam at the moment, council owns, and people of Tamworth own that water. When it gets upgraded, people of Tamworth probably won't own that water, and we're probably going to pay more for it. So we do need water security. Is it going in the right direction? What are your thoughts on that? No, I don't. Certainly don't think so. I remember I went out fishing to Chaffee Dam. And uh, this is during the during the drought. Yeah. And when I when I came home, I was with my son. When we came home in the afternoon, about five o'clock, every tap on the dun on from from Chaffee Dam through to Tamworth was running. Mm. The irrigation pipes were absolutely full of water, and yet there were restrictions in Tamworth, and we had to pay through the nose for the water. So, I mean, I understand that there's got to be irrigation, mm-hmm. uh, but when, a Dunga- when the Dungowan Dam is taken over, yeah. I understand the, the New South Wales government will then uh, start talking to irrigators and that will restrict the amount of water that's going to come to us. Now, you know, look... Putting it into perspective, I mean, I think that dam's got just over six gigalitres of capacity, Dungowan, um, and going forward it'll go up to 22 there or thereabouts. Yeah, I think the proposal was only to see another gigalitre of secure water for Tamworth. It replenishes really off. It's a great dam for that. Um, and I think we're running off it at the moment in the peel anyway. We're not running off, off Chaffee. You know, do we give up something for a little bit more of the cake or... or you know, I hear what you say about Chaffee, but Dungown's the issue. I mean, it's $500 million, give or take, that could be spent on other stuff that you've already mentioned. It could be spent on social housing. It could be spent on uh, drug and alcohol rehab. It could be spent on mental health things. Um, is it a good spend, I guess, is the question. Well, it's a lot of money for a gig. Like, $33 million a yeah, gig, yeah. Even though that is very crucial to Tamworth. Yeah. But that's not going to you know, cover the, the area if we're going to go to 100,000 people in the next... 25 years um, there's no point of build it and they will come if you don't build it if we mm. don't have the water security for Tamworth or other towns in the area as well then we're never going to grow populations because there's no infrastructure for them I mean we suffer um, water restrictions all too often now let alone with 100,000 people here so I'll pose a question to both of you um, water recycling we have the effluent <coughs> reuse farm as a big spend out there um, my best guess is something between eight and twelve meg a day of recycled water. Is is should the money be spent out there treating that water, and we can use that water? Look, that's a big issue with a lot of people that just don't understand it. So I think you've got to educate the population as well. And I'm not saying that they're yep. uneducated, but you know, people have been drinking water, uh, recycled water all around the world for decades. 
Well, London's a great example exactly. of it in, exactly. in New York. Uh, and yet we sit here going, ooh, ooh. we're not drinking sewerage. Yeah. You know, be properly treated, properly tested, and it should, be, for all accounts, be perfectly healthy and natural, well, not natural, but fresh water. Yeah. So to increase the capacity of using that water, if that... Um, and that's our water. We own that water, yeah, unless by it, the way. You know, um, if that then decreases their reliance on dam water or other stored facilities, that's got to be a good thing. All right. Now, the, the last last question i got here, jobs is obviously very important and, and young people and jobs. Um, what, do you, what do you see the role of council in there? Is it an enabler or a getting projects up and running? What, what do you think council can do in that job creation space? Yeah. Or I, th- I think, as Mick said, one would be um, the reliance on uh, contractors. Yep. I can't see any reason why that the council can't be offering more people secure jobs. But a job's a job. I'm not going to argue with you. Job's a job, a job's yes. a job. I'm just talking um, about creating new jobs. I'm it's, going... Well... Creating new jobs, I think we've got to like develop our industrial areas, but we've still got to have people to come. Yeah. Um, and again, it doesn't just mean to the industrial sites at Tamworth. Uh, we're looking at you know places like Manila. Great water out at Barabur, apparently, after a thirty-three million dollar pipeline went in out there. Yeah. For so. a thousand people, so I mean, there's so a again, great opportunity. Can, yeah, exactly. Like, we don't have to centralise everything to Tamworth. Okay. Um, and I know we're looking at future jobs, but I just I've got to go and, and speak with a gentleman this week who's already ra- raised me with the, the recycle centre at, at the tip. Yeah. I don't know the whole demographics around that, but it, it revolves around tendering and cost, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and now I think it's challenge aren't going to be in that space anymore for whatever reason. There's a potential for 30, you know, 30 jobs to go for some of our, our most vulnerable people. Yeah. And if it costs the council a little bit more or a bit more, then I don't know why they didn't maintain that service or maintain those contracts with a such a successful and, and in-need um, business. Yeah, I mean, people to do those... I mean, we only got to look at our abattoirs, for instance. We have uh, food processing, big, big, big employer here, as you guys clearly know. Um, yet we're having to import labour because people don't want to take those jobs. Yeah. Why? I think sometimes it's conditions. Okay. Um, I don't want to speak on behalf of those no, employees no, no. or the employer, but I had a, a family member that worked there and it was because I had ample opportunity to other labour. Yeah. They found a, a ridiculous reason to terminate his employment and it was a simple fact that he turned up for work he needed a doctor's certificate to restart because he had a, an injury playing sport. Yep. The next day was a public holiday, so he went to the doctor on the Wednesday. When he came back, they said, you, you, you're sacked for being adrift. And you, he actually went back to work on the Monday, but they sent him home. Yeah. When he came back, no job, filled by someone and from overseas. Yeah, and that's, I mean, but the thing, you know, I guess we're talking about, as long as we can grow the economy yes. and create the opportunity for jobs, the, the young people, what do, what do you see as being the <coughs> major issues for young people? And I guess we'll have to time it out because Ma- Romy's well, looking at I'm me. I'm thinking like the university for starters. Yep. Um, there's a lot of work done in that field. That it shows the disadvantage that children in this region have with education. Yep. Um, We're I, one of the lowest attendants at university absolutely. from Tamworth. Um, and significantly across the board, there's issues of that nature. Yep. Um, we need to be training up our own 
uh, youth yep. or people transitioning from one job to another. Yep. Be able to do that successfully in town or in their towns. Yep. And then having our children you know, re-enter the workforce in this region and keep them close at hand. So I guess the, the role of council to play in there is in the approval process yep. for industrial land and and you know doing the right thing waiving fees and charges where they can and it's appropriate and we've seen them before um i think we discussed earlier when the police radio looked like it might have been sent out of town the council offered a free block of land to keep those 42 staff employed Uh, and fire and rescue and and waiving waiving of headworks charges is a great way to do that and you know again build it now will come so what we lose on the bringing those businesses into town or commencing yeah. them, we'll pick up on having more people, more rate payers. Our kids will be, you know, have a greater opportunity to stay local. Because yeah. um, many people I speak to, they, they would love to stay here with the whole family, but, but their kids have had to move away for work. So yeah. the more we can develop from a council perspective to get those industries here, the better off the, the region's going to be. One of the local labour branches major issues which has been raised with the Labor Party in Sydney and uh, and with the during the elections is the fact that uh, we believe that there is uh, or there should be the opening for a, a new police station or another police station a supplementary one in south and we're all west Hemworth. yeah and uh, if we were given the opportunity then we would be pursuing that through the council as well. And that would make sense as well yeah. because it's speed of access to well, jobs, yeah. so to speak. You've got, you got these uh, things over there. You've got the fire brigade yep. over here and there's an ambulance station, it's fire, etc. Right. So there's five of your community like-minded people. Yes. Um, four months to go, a lot of work to do. Um, yeah. Good luck with it all. Thank you Because it's uh, putting yourself up. People will take pot shots at you and they go, why are you doing it? But... You know, you've been very open today saying you, you, you're coming from one background, but you're going to work independently, you're going to work collaboratively. And it'd be great to see. I hope you go well and uh, enjoy the journey. We'll obviously, I think, do some meet the candidates along the way. I might get you guys back in. Terrific. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Thank you both. Thanks, Thanks. Tim.